The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. You are now rocking with the best. This is the Players' Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Heckman Harrison here in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. And joining me from the G5, probably uh, on the biggest house on the block, um, I will say that. And uh, I, that's that's for sure. The, the only 42 we acknowledge is B.C. Barry Church from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What is up, my guy? What's going on, big dog, man? Look, I'm, I'm not bad. I can't be in the studio right now, but I'm on dad duty. You know how that gets going. So I got to make sure these little, little kids is all right right now. But other than that, man, I'm doing amazing. Ready to talk some Cowboys football with my boy, Heck. But let me ask you, man, how are you doing today, big dog? How are you feeling? Look, man, I, I'm going I'm to keep it 100 with you, man. I, I came in here. I, first of all, I was running late, so I was driving 100 miles per hour. I got here safe. Uh, thank the Lord for that. Um, I got a game <laughs> no tonight. Doubt. I got a game tonight. I got a game tomorrow. You know, I got a lot of prep work going on. Hey, man, I had a special guest planned for us today. That that fell through. Well, so, you know what? Uh, you know what? Here's, here, I could hear my grandmother saying, Boy, you're blessed and highly favored. So I'm blessed and highly favored, BC. I'm here. I'm in. I'm in the studio, bro. Uh, it's a. It's a Friday. Uh, I got the biggest cowboy pep rally planned today. So, dog, I'm. I'm Gucci, dog. How about you, man? How are you today? I'm. I'm Gucci as well. Like I said, I'm sorry I can't be in the studio with you holding it down, man. But I know if anybody, if anybody on DallasCowboys.com, Texas, if you're in Arlington, Addison, it don't matter. If anybody can hold it down for the Players Lounge, it's my boy Heck. So I'm glad you holding it down for us over there. I'm just ready to talk some ball, big dog. That's all I'm ready to do, uh, man. Well, first of all, the Von Schwey in in the church house is just like. Man, I, this that's what they call Von Schwang. That thing in the back is that a is that a wine cellar in the back, dog? <laughs> hey, this, this ain't even me for real. This is my wife doing all this, man. I, all, all I did was write the check, man. She did all the feng shui and the and making sure everything kind of came together. Um, but you know, kudos to her. She did a heck of a job with it. You know, I, I just live here. That's all. I just live here. Man, that, that's the Chris is that is that a fan or a propeller in the back of what is that? What's going <laughs> on, man? I, oh man, what did I do with my life? Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. Hey, nah, you blessed, big dog. Yeah, for, for sure. Look, man. Look, I first of all, man, I appreciate you. I told you we're gonna open up the phone lines today. We're gonna let the Cowboy Nation hop on and give us, you know, what's what's good, what's bad. If you're scared, say you're scared. Call 888-855-2297. We catching all wreck today. All smoke is invited uh to the players lounge. But uh Man, before I got far open the phone lines, BC, I gotta ask you, man. You've got an opportunity all week to talk about the Minnesota Vikings. You've got a chance all week to look through the Cowboys' loss against uh, Green Bay. 
Give me your gut feeling. I know we ain't doing predictions just yet, but give me your gut feeling on this matchup uh, this Sunday at 325. Well, gut feeling, gut feeling right now. I'm looking at what we did last week against Green Bay, what we did before that against Chicago. And I understand, man, the, the, the rushing attack, was 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 detrimental. All right, I'll just put it like that. It was detrimental to this to the Cowboys' success. They were able to get away with it in Chicago. You know, they had that um, offensive onslaught by Dak Prescott and those boys, so they were able to get away with it. But it caught up to them in Green Bay. It caught up to them in Green Bay. Green Bay. They had the lead, twenty eight fourteen. They had a two touchdown lead going into the fourth. And that strength of the defense, that strength of the whole team, the defensive side of the football. They let Green Bay get away with running the ball and coming back and ending up winning that game. Now, I say all that to say this. Minnesota, we're going up there to Minnesota, and we've had success. We've had success against Minnesota the past two times with backup quarterbacks. Overall, this Dallas team is, what, 8-2 and two against Kirk Cousins, so they're able to kind of get underneath Kirk Cousins' skin. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. S- similar to how... Aaron Rodgers has the Cowboys number. You know, it's just it's just the Cowboys have Kirk Cousins number. So to me, gut feeling early on, I know we got a couple of days until this this match ends up going down, but gut feeling, I feel as though it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a tight game, but that defense, I think they get that feng shui back. I think they get that moxie back. I think they get that swag back about them and they shut down the run. Now, it, it, it's going to be a lot easier said than done because that man, Dalvin Cook, he is a grown man in the backfield. He can make problems for any defense out there. But to me, I feel as though we limit Dalvin Cook and we put the burden on Kirk Cousins. Now, when we put the burden on Kirk Cousins, we understand, both you and I both understand, he will give you a couple. He'll throw you a couple interceptions. I was gifted one of those interceptions during my <laughs> playing days as well. So I know he'll throw you the football. I think we can rattle this man. And last time I checked, the Cowboys still have the best pass rush in the National Football League. So to me, gut feeling early on, I feel as though they'll shut down the run, make it all on Kirk Cousins' arm, they'll rattle him back there, and it may be a turnover fest up in Minnesota. Just may be. I think overall it'll be a close game, but I think Kirk Cousins is the reason the Minnesota Vikings take an L and the Cowboys walk away with a dub. Man, this, uh, you know, five chains. They call him five chains. Kirk, uh, you like that, Kirk, you know? Uh, no, he, he really, we have been his Achilles heel finally, you know, for some, for someone. And, and for me, man, breaking down the tape all week for, from Minnesota and, and going back over their victories, it, it's really, it, it, the glaring thing has been the average of points that they've won by. Five of those eight victories that they have have been by the, an average of five points. So they're pulling out some real close games, Barry. And to me, yeah, especially when I go and, and just I know you being a former NFL player, a victory is a victory. You don't care if you can get it by half a point. You know, if you get a dub, you get a dub. But some of those, some of those games, man, they're just mistakes that were made. And just going back to that Buffalo game, they gifted 
Minnesota that game back. It wasn't because Kirk Cousins did anything special. Granted, Justin Jefferson made a catch that was probably top five catch of the season uh, so far. But I I don't believe that this Vikings team – look, your record is, like Coach Parcell says, your record is what it is and and says who you are. They're 8-1, and but to me, there are a couple of games on there that I think they really squeaked by. And to them, they got to be using the Dallas Cowboys as a measure stick as well for them in their season. So I think that obviously for both of these squads looking at maybe a potential playoff uh, preview uh, because we pos- with the records right now, I think it, it matches up where we would have to see the Vikings in Minnesota. So that's interesting uh, as well. But I just believe what you just alluded to and, and for me the biggest thing is how do you stop Cook? Um, it's not just what he does, Barry, uh, you know, as a running back. It's what he does also as a receiver out of the backfield. You know, we hadn't talked yes, much about uh, Madison, and he's, you know, he's a power back, but it's just Dalvin Cook uh, to me. He has that deceptive speed, and it's like that Drake, that Drake CD. Say, if you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> you know, if you see Dalvin <laughs> Cook, if you see that Cook on that four, it's too late. He gone already. <laughs> he, he gone already, man. So uh, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those games where you can't have the same amount of mistakes that you had last time and and like I said this for this defense it's going to be equally important that they limit those big plays that they gave up uh in Green Bay so I'm I'm definitely on with you with that big dog but check it out man uh Chris Beam do we have a call waiting we do who do we got Chris we got Chris in Mississippi in, in the sip oh we got somebody we got Chris in Mississippi put Chris through man I'm a truck driver. What's up, big truck driver? How you doing, man? Oh, nothing oh, much. No, hey, we need to, I, I'm going to say this. We need to change this the name of this show from the Players' Lounge to Heckma Church. Heckma Church. And kick, <laughs> and, kick, and kick Nui and Danny off because they ain't never here. Oh, man, never. don't, do, don't do that to them. Don't do that to them. Come on but now. Hey, hey, guess what? It, the, the two best parts of this show is here right now. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. That's it. But what I was going to say was, man, Look, look, I, what I was going to say was is if Kellen Moore does not call a better game this week, they need to snatch the play sheet out of his hand because he's got the pieces where he needs them. We just need Noah Brown to catch the ball. Nobody wants to talk about that. They want to talk about Dak's interception, but what about the drops that Noah Brown, he just all of a sudden can't catch the ball when Dak's throwing it, and they're in better positions. And, I mean, the defense has got to step up. And I hope Tank can play because if Tank can't play, this don't look good for us. It just really don't. Man, Chris, but- I I really appreciate. I no no no. Stay, hang on here. Well, I appreciate you saying that. First of all, how you let the the call off, man. I'm definitely going to let Nui know what you said. <laughs> just know, just know, hey, just, you and me both. <laughs> just play it. Just play it. Play it back to him. I don't care. Tell him I said. I will. Hey man, you need to keep giving him hell too. I loved hearing that yesterday, man. Uh, we, keep giving Nui hell. He, him and him and what's that other crazy man that's always on the media mash with him? Oh, that's a bunch of crazy ones on Media Mash uh, no, with it. The, <laughs> one that, the, one that, the one that everybody calls crazy. Clarence. Clarence, yeah. yeah. Clarence, Clarence Hill, two P's in a oh. pie. You tell him uh, I yeah. said that, too. I will. I will. What do you, what do you guys say but, about that, Barry, uh, about what, uh, what, what, what Chris said? The, the biggest point I love what you talked about, Chris, was the availability of, of um, Demarcus Lawrence. 
Because, I, you know, that knee and that ankle situation, to me, he's our best run defender, especially on that defensive line. He may not have those sack numbers, but he's playing that edge pristine. And if we can't have a guy like that out there with this zone attack that uh, Minnesota has with Dalvin Cook, our edges are going to be under attack. So D-Law, hopefully he can play out there. But if he can't, it's going to be tricky for this Cowboys defense. No, and, and that's that's I my thing. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I mean, I really do. I agree wholeheartedly. But I will say this, Barry, I was mad at you for a long time for going to Jacksonville. Me too, so, I mean, Chris. I, I understand. I understand, man. You had to go get that bag, but I'm glad you're back. And I'm enjoying it. Hey, I'm, I'm a huge Dak fan. I'm 30 minutes south of Starkville, Mississippi. So I live in the promised land. Y'all have a good day, and I'll talk to y'all later. All good, man. Keep it in the road, brother. I appreciate you, Chris. Appreciate you, Chris. Appreciate it. All right. Chris Beam, you got anybody behind this? That's all we got right now. Okay. 855-2297. Slow them up. Yeah. And, and, and so, man, I think he brings up a good point about Keller Moore, uh, about the you know the play calling. But I think last week, man, Barry, you had a 14-point lead, brother. I just keep going back to that. You, you had a 14-point lead. Your defense didn't come through for you. As much as said about Dak, and I, and I said I made the statement. I made the statement just yesterday. You know, Dak needed one more drive in that game in the fourth quarter. He needed one more drive to seal the deal, and he just didn't get that done. And I think for any quarterback that's out there, you know, you 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 know when you're up against an opponent where I can't let this joker up off the mat and. When after Aaron Rodgers came down and scored that seven, they got that seven points. It was at that moment right there where Dax said, "Look, I, I got, I can't, I can't, I gotta close this deal," you know. And I think that was the that was the defining moment for me uh, for Dak when I said, "Man, come on, Dak, you, you got man, this 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 what they play you the big check for." And, and for me, you know, what what happened to that formula that was so successful. Like, I understand Tony Pollard, he got his reps. He got his carries. I think he had about 22 or 24 uh, rushes out there for like a buck 15, which is solid. I love it. But where all of a sudden did this hurry up come from? Like this hurry up tempo, everything tempo, tempo. Like, I understand sometimes you got to throw it in there to catch that defense off guard. You got to make sure you keep them on your toes. And I understand it. I get that. But there was about three or four instances in that game where they went tempo, they went and hurry up, and they ended up going three and out. Like, to me, I, look, I, like I said, I understand you got to keep them off their toes, but that formula of resting your defense, getting those long drives out there, getting first downs, that was a formula for success. And what we understand with this is when you go tempo, when you go hurry up offense, you're not hurrying it up to run the football. You're hurrying it up to throw the football. And I believe my man threw the ball 46 times. 46 times. We understand that that's not the recipe for success. That's the recipe if you want a number one offense on all of football and get a first-round exit. We understand that. To me, that was the most frustrating part about that Green Bay loss. Why are we switching it up so much? I understand you got your you got your, your guy back, you got your franchise quarterback. You want to let him flex his muscles a little bit. I understand that, but there's a time and a place. It's cold outside. You always say, "Heck, what travels and what wins on the road is your ground game and your defense." Not this <sighs> fast tempo trying to be the '99 Rams out there. <laughs> it, it was frustrating to me, and maybe you know, maybe I'm blowing it out of proportion, but. That was the frustrating part to me about that whole Kellen Moore scheme because I'm not really going to put it on Dak. I understand he has the capabilities to do so, 
but he has to get the okay. And I believe Kellen Moore kind of gave him that okay to go ahead and go tempo. It was a little bit frustrating to me. Yeah, time, consistency, and proof is something we've been working on with Kellen Moore. But I have, uh, I believe it's Mike in D.C. Mike, what's happening, brother? What's going on, heck? What's going on, B.C.? Man, we 100, bro. What's up, big Mike? Hey, man, I'm just trying to make it happen. I got two real quick points. Okay. Two. The first point is everybody need to get off CD land. CD is doing work. He's doing what he's being asked to do. One of the interceptions wasn't his fault. Uh, they talk about CD and what he didn't do, but nobody's talking about what Schultz didn't do. And that just it, it annoys me. Right. The, the second thing is mm-hmm. our DBs. Everybody knows that we're about to get run on, right? Right. DBs, yeah. go make the tackle. You've got to stop making business decisions. If you're trying to make it to the promised Bingo. land, sometimes you've got to deliver. Sometimes you've got to put your head down. Sometimes you've got to wrap up. That's all we're asking. As Cowboy fans, Cowboys Nation, just go do your job. Do your job. Close the gaps. Set the edge. Turn them back inside. I understand, but you're getting paid to wrap up. That's your job. That's all we want. Go up to Minnesota, do your job, turn Dalvin back in so that the bazooka can do what he do. Hello. That's all I got. No, That's all I got. No, hey, Mike, Mike, you behind okay. enemy lines in, D- in D.C., man. You make sure you rep your Cowboy gear every time, man. And if anybody give you anything, man, tell them to, to holler at me, okay? I just want you to know, man, I, I appreciate you calling in to the Players' Lounge and showing us some love today, bro. No, 100%, man. Love y'all show, man. Love it. All right, man. Appreciate you, Mike. Man, he, he said appreciate something it. about DBs and talked about tackling. One of the best box safeties and, ta- and tacklers I know is you. So that's, that's all you right there, Bear. Man, that man right there. His name was Mike, right, Big Mike? Yes. Man, he was speaking the gospel truth right there. When you talk about everybody doing their job, they, that's, that's the thing about stopping the run. It's about doing your job and trusting your teammate next to you to do his job as well. You know, that that's half of the battle. Sometimes I see this team out there defensively. There's a lot of hero ball going on out there. And what I mean by hero ball is you got a lot of guys, okay, I'm in the A gap. I see the balls running away from me. Let me get out of my gap and go ahead and try to make every single play out there. That's not how run defense should work. All right, when you go out there, you got to trust your teammates going to make the play. I heart back to that long run Aaron Jones had where he did like that super spin in the gap and kind of got out of there. Yeah. yeah. That was the run oh. where you got to trust your teammate. Right. You got to stay in your gap and say, I'm not going to cross face. I'm not going to go all the way on the other side of the field to try to make a play because I know my boys got it. But we didn't see that. We seen guys get out of gap, trying to chase down the ball, trying to be Superman and make every play. The guy spun and hit right in the gap where somebody had just left off. So to me, defensively, trust your teammates and do your job. And when he talked about DBs, they're forcing our DBs to tackle. He's 100% right. Isaiah breaks it down all the time on special edition. You can catch it 10, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays, by the way. But... They're blocking down, using wide receivers to block down on our defensive line, forcing our corners and our safeties to come up and tackle. And a lot of those times, the corners out there, I'm going to keep it real. They're making business (laughs) decisions. They're looking at the run and saying, 
you know what? Somebody else will get it. Somebody else will get it. Oh, man, it's on me. Let me go ahead and jump on it. And, and you can't do that. You can't do that. And I understand we got some thumpers at safety. We got some thumpers at safety. But what my coach always told me, you can bring the wood, but just make sure you come up with a body part. And what that means is you can come up there and lay the wood as hard as you can. But you better wrap something up. And don't let that thing <laughs> go until the, until the whistle blows. I love it. I'm up with a body part. I am you. I am There's using too many that. Guys not doing that. They just thumping. Hey, give me a body part. I love that. Hey, uh, we have another caller, uh, uh, and, and I hear this is Byron from Oak Cliff. Did I have this right from Oak Cliff, Texas? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, yes, talk sir. to me then. Talk to me. <laughs> then. What part, wait a minute. What part of Oak Cliff are you from, sir? Man, I'm from uh, Beckley and Saint. Beckley and Saint. Hey, man, man I, I played for the Oak Cliff Dragons, so I know exactly what you're hey, talking about, man. Hey, that's my grandpa's team. Get out of town, man. That's, hey, listen, man, I lived over there off of, off of Marfa, Garza. I probably oh, lived all, yeah, all over, all over Oak Cliff. But man, the Beckley Saint gym, man. I, I, hey, man, that's that's where it all started for me for the Oak Cliff Dragons, man. What's going on with you, B? What you got? Man, uh, big fan. What's going on, BC? Oh, like it, like What's dude happening? just here, like dude just said a few minutes ago, man. Uh, I hate you, lefties, man. You went to the to the Jaguars and and, and, and you left us without without chasing for a minute, man. We needed, but uh, anyway, man. I, what, what I wanted to make like two points. The first point I wanted to make is about Dak, man. Dak has to. They have to find a way to get him to run the ball at least two to three times a game. Because every time he gets about 35 or 40, 40 yards, he's, he's, he's practically undefeated. he got to use those legs as a weapon. And then the second point I wanted to make, well, ask you guys is, do you think they need to go to a more 4-3 in order to stop this, in order to stop this run game? Or do you think playing those two linebackers and having four down linemen is, is, is going to work to stop it? Man, I, Byron, first of all, man, thank you for giving us a call, man, out of Oak Cliff, Texas. You know it's all love for me, man. So appreciate you showing love, bro, before we, get, before we answer these questions. Um, hey, you know what? B, I'll let you – hey, I, I'm so happy I'm not the only one that feel like that. You hear what everybody's saying? When you left us, dog, that hurt us. So what do I say? <laughs> every time – I want y'all to know every time I see BC, I'll let him know that. But anyway, Barry, go ahead and answer the man's Business question, facts. man. <laughs> no, no, real deal, though. I like where his thought process is. When you talk about getting bigger bodies in there, instead of running that three safety package, kind of running a three linebacker package, kind of a base package with that four three. The only issue is, what are, who are we going to put at that linebacker? We got a healthy LVE. Anthony Barr is on the sidelines right now nursing a hamstring. And underneath those guys, you got a lot of young pups. You got Luke Gifford, you got Damone Clark, you got Jabril Cox. Now, I believe in Damone Clark. I think he can be a stud in this league. He could be one of them sideline to sideline tackling machines. The only thing is he just hasn't had the reps yet. He hasn't had the reps yet. And maybe this is the week where he goes out there and he blossoms and becomes that, that linebacker, that guy you can trust. But there's a reason why those young pups aren't on the field just yet. All right. For some reason, maybe Quinn or maybe somebody else, Gus Edwards is letting them know that they're not ready yet. So that's the only issue I have with the four three. You got LVE, but you got Anthony Barr. He's hurt, and so they're kind of supplementing Anthony Barr with a three safety set, which you got your Wilson, you got Curse, and you got Hooker, kind of like a big nickel package. And 
that's not the greatest of run defenses. Because as I said, as a former safety, I don't care what you say. When you see when you see them big offensive linemen coming at you, your natural instinct is, hey, let me avoid. I'm not trying right. to get let this man get his hands on me. And when you avoid, that creates bigger lanes for the running back. So to me, I like the 4-3. I just don't know the other two linebackers that you would put in there to go ahead and solve this run issue. But if we got some, I'm more than welcome to opening up and putting that 4-3 in there. Yeah, and, and man, before we take this break, I just got to say that, uh, Bear, you spot on with what you just said. I think a lot of the things that we've done so far, and you've seen in these last couple of games with the exotic looks that we've had, we've left some big big holes in this defense, in, in, in this defensive line yeah. uh, for, for guys to run through. I, I'm sure that Dan Quinn is, is talking talking about that alignment assignment and getting these guys in their lanes properly. I know they won't go away from it. For me, you know what my thing is. Where do we put the bazooka? I think his influence on the defense has changed over the last couple of weeks, and that's what I want to see the Cowboys getting back to because when number 11 is being disruptive, everything else seems to flow off of that, and we haven't seen that, and especially in the last game. But what we're going to do, we're going to take our first break. We went long. This is a fan show. We sit down. The players are sitting down with the fans today, man. We hey, hit us on the line, man. If you got from Oak Cliff, I don't care where you are. We got some from Oak Cliff, from Mississippi, from D.C. We're taking all calls today, so we'll be right back for more Players Lounge. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get cozy and join us at the Star for the most festive movie night yet. Movie night at the Star presented by Monument Realty on November 30th featuring a Christmas classic, Elf. 
The show is free and open to the public and begins at 7 p.m. For more info, visit thestarinfrisco.com. BC in the place to be, baby. Well, yes, sir. Man, yes, look, sir. man, I, I swear to God, man, I, I'm just looking at you, man. I'm looking at you back there, boy. And I'm telling you, that's a nice crib, man. I mean, I'm probably looking at about a thousand square foot of it right now, but I just know that the other thirty-seven thousand square foot of that crib is nice. <laughs> it's it's hey, nice. It, I know it. I know it's nice, man. Boy, we hey, we have had we have had a the fans have shown up and shown out. Um, but before I get to more. Uh, fan calls. I, you know what? I want to clear. I want to get some things out in the, in the in the open for me. You know, there's been it's been a hectic week, man. Listening to okay. people talk about Dak Prescott, and they don't put things in proper context to me. When when I when all week they didn't put it in proper context. I've said all week, man. Hey, 14 points going into the fourth. That's one where you think on, on one end your defense can can clear all this out. You know, they can make this easy for you. But Cowboy Nation has had Dak in their crosshairs and the haters for sure, you know, and the haters for sure. But this game coming up versus Minnesota, and for some reason, these two quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott, have been – I I don't know, I would say intertwined. Maybe it's because of the draft that they – you know, being in the NFC East. But they've been two – quarterbacks that have been compared to each other through their careers. And I'm gonna say, I got to ask you this, BC. When you look at these two quarterbacks, not on paper, but also using the eyeball, you know, just eyeball, do you believe that they are on the same playing field or do you think, hey, Kurt's better than Dak? What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on these two quarterbacks? No, I think, in my opinion, you know, I think Dak is probably a tier better than um, Kirk Cousins. I mean, statistically, we all know they're very similar, statistically. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he kind of puts up a lot of big stats, and so does Dak. So I give them statistically, they're around the same. But when you talk about impact, when you talk about impact on a team, on, off the field, whatever the case may be, I got to say Dak is about a tier, maybe two better than, than Kirk Cousins. When you look at all the fourth quarter comebacks, now I know they got the same playoff record. I understand that. But when you look at fourth quarter comebacks, when you look, when you look at what Dak means to the Cowboys as opposed to what Kirk Cousins means to the Vikings and formerly, you know, the football team or the commanders now, I think it's just night and day. I mean, this team without Dak – he did win a couple games with Cooper Rush, but that's because this defense was playing out of its world. All right. We've seen before when Dak missed games, how bad this team missed him. When you go to Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings or you go to Kirk Cousins in the in the football team, I'm not sure they missed him as much. So to me, look, statistically, they're around the same. They got the same playoff record. But when you talk about meaning to a team, like the the, the heartbeat of the team, that captain, that leader of the team, that like they're not only going to go as far as this guy can take them. I would have to definitely put Dak above Kirk Cousins overall. Both are outstanding quarterbacks to me because I don't, I don't want to sleep on Kirk. You know, he's been doing this thing this year, and he has been doing this thing since becoming a Minnesota Viking. But overall, I got to say Dak is the better quarterback, and he means more to his team than Kirk Cousins means to his. 
Man, I, you know what? And that's the great thing about one doing a podcast with players. Uh, you, you get that perspective. It's an honest perspective. Now, first of all, you're going to give us the honest perspective. You're not going to hold nothing back. You're going to let us know exactly the way you <laughs> the way you see it. But here's here, here's the here's the other here's the other part for me. I don't even see them in the same vein. I don't see. I don't the see same breath, the same breath. I don't. I don't see the same player. I have always seen Dak from his from his first year in the NFL. I have always thought, man, this kid right here out of Mississippi State is a baller. From the moment he got the reins, he came in and he got down. I mean, and he did not let his foot off the gas. And you were here that first year, so you saw all of that firsthand. But you know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna step back here because I got somebody on the on the phone that knows him best. His brother, Tad Prescott, is on the, okay. on the line. What's up, Tad? What's going on, fellas? Man, everything is good, brother. Thank what's you up, for thank you for coming on the Players' Lounge, man. We were just talking about your brother, man, and, and just talking about him and this matchup uh, versus Kirk Cousins, man. But give me your overall view uh, on the way that this season has gone for your brother and this matchup versus the Vikings. I mean, you know, it's – I mean, it's not the season start that he would want. I don't think it's the season start that any starting quarterback in this NFL would want. I mean, like I said, you come out your first game, uh, which is a rematch of a great game you had the season before, and you break your hand. I mean, that that put him out four weeks. Um, You know, but at the end of the day, he said that that helped him sitting there watching that. You know, so I guess you got to take that for what it is. And then, you know, for him to come back on the field, like I said, their their first two uh, games with him back, you kind of saw – uh, what not? I don't want to say what was missing, but you know what was missing. You know, yeah. like I said, we were able to put up points. Um, you know, we we're able to start going over 28, 30 points like that. Um, but then the defense kind of started to slide. You right. know, um, that's what I talked to my fiance about all the time. I was like, I don't, I don't get. You know, I was like, she was like, wow, they're playing so great for Cooper. You know, when he was in, I was like, you know, you know, you got to credit that to Micah and all the guys who know it's time. You know, step up because as Micah said when Dak was down, you know, their leaders down. So, you know, now that their leader's back, I don't know, you know, if they're like, hey, you know, he can, you know, clean up some of this stuff or maybe we don't have to do this. But, you know, you heard him speak the other day when he right. said he'll never let that happen again. You know, that that's why I love that kid. And I believe every word he said. So, you know, it, it's a rough start. But, I mean, Cooper Rush and the defense, of course, and the, the team itself, you know, were able to keep them winning. Uh, they were able to come – Dak was able to come back when everybody thought the Cowboys would be dead. They still had a winning record. He came back 1-2. You know, they dropped that big game. Uh, last week to Green Bay, but I mean, the, it's still open for him. Like I said, with Philly losing to to the Commanders, um, the 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 excuse me, the NFC East is still wide open for anybody's taking. Of course, you know they got to see the Commanders here and what Thanksgiving, and then they got Philly on New Year's Eve. So, you know, it's it's still an open season for him. You know, and like I said, that that big that loss last week. You know, it was terrible. You know, it was one of those. I think, you know, it could have been one of those trap games, you know, yeah. getting that back for two weeks straight, looking real great, and then you go on a bye week, and then you come back, you know, I don't know, you know, what was missing right there on that game. But, you know, that that might have been good for him, you know, to see, like, you know, just because we're up, we can still lose this game. So, in my eyes, this is still a great season. Like I said, it, it hasn't ended yet, so you can't put a, a black cloud over it yet. Like I said, as of right now, the sun's still shining, and all they got to do is continue to win. They still control their own destiny. Ted, man, I we got Ted Pres Ted Prescott on the phone, uh, brother of Dak Prescott, and Ted, I got to man, you have been a fierce defender of your brother. I mean, you will go on ESPN, whoever would give you a microphone, <laughs> megaphone to talk about. Hey, man, y'all back up off my little brother. 
That has been you, all right? And, and I don't blame you, brother, because I'm the same way. I'm defending him all day long. If anybody will tell you, Tad, I'm with folk. Okay, not four, but folk. facts. <laughs> okay. And, and so I want to – I got to ask you, man, in these situations, man, where you see your brother getting this criticism and you hear certain hate that comes his way, what what is your what does your mind gravitate to, especially when you you know, watch football the way that you do and you see the performance of other guys and you see the criticism uh, that Dak takes? What do you what do you think about that man and what makes it so important to you to make sure that you stand up and, and defend him? Man, that I think the defense for him just comes naturally. Like I said that's, that's my baby brother. I said the first thing my mom ever said to me when she put him in my hands was make sure you know you're always there for him and defending him. So. I will do that. And like you just said, man, I watch football. You know, I played the game. Of course, I never played it at a high level like these guys. I'm not going to act like I did, but I do love the game. So I'm as realistic as anybody else. If that goes out there and has a bad game, I'll be honest with you about it. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. I'll discuss where he, where I thought maybe he could have done better. After the game, Dak knows that I'm probably going to say something, you know, that might piss him off if I think he did bad or whatever. So I'm realistic when it comes to quarterback play. Where I start getting upset because, you know, my mom was one of the best ones at controlling that. She's like, you know, you got to understand when you're the, a parent or a sibling of a quarterback, you're going to hear it and you got to let it roll off your shoulders. So I try to, so I, I try to keep that, that mind state. But then when you start throwing up names and comparing him to these other guys that, like I was talking to Bart Scott the other day, that have done nothing, or if, if not the exact same thing as Dakota. I don't know how you can continue to downplay him and what he's done. Like I said, I mean, I don't know how many quarterbacks have come in and, again, average 11 wins a season. Like I said, he, and I don't count the one year he was injured, so I only say he's played five years. In those five years, they made the playoffs three times. Yeah, they didn't make it past the first round, but all you can ask to do is get a chance to play for it. But still, in those five years, I believe Tom Brady won three of them. Pat Mahomes won one, and Philly, I guess, won the other. So it's like there wasn't real, a lot of room for people to win right there to begin with. But at the same time, like I said, man, it's just it's, it's when the ignorance comes. Like right. I said, when when you sit there, and I understand, you know, that everybody out there concisely feels like Josh Allen is a top three, top five quarterback, which is cool. I don't mind that. That's your opinion. But I just watched the man lose two games in back-to-back weeks by throwing six interceptions. Right. And I don't hear anybody saying anything about him. Talk about but it. But goes out there and throws two picks. <laughs> and I listen, those two picks did lead to touchdowns, but they didn't cost the game, and there was confusion on the routes. And y'all want to act if he's like the ask if he's the weak link in Dallas. Do he need to be sat back down? It's like, man, are you like where's the ignorance coming from? Right. Is it because he has that star on his mm. helmet that you just magnify all that, but you ignore everything else on this other side? Like Russell Wilson's making two hundred and fifty million dollars. I don't hear you asking what's going on with him. Kyler Murray just signed his big bag. He's a first round over number one overall pick. Still, I don't hear where's the criticism on Kyler Murray, but y'all want to continue to harp on Dak. So that's where I jump in, and it's like, hey, bro, like I understand you have your takes, but realize what's going on out here and pay attention to the rest of everything else. Like Dak is a top ten guy. I don't know why y'all keep trying to play the metrics that he's not, and oh, well, he can't be great quarterback. Last time I checked, Dak don't play defense. Right. Dak's job is to get out there and help score points, and the defense does the rest. So that's where the defense comes in. No, man, I, I absolutely, I, man, I understand that, and. 
that is a real uh, perspective. I think for a lot of family members, yeah. <laughs> his coaches included, man, they get a chance to hear the criticism, but not a lot of them retaliate and call in like you do, Tad. And so I'm telling you for everybody out here in Cowboy Nation, I'm telling you right, man, hey, my, if my little brother was taking that criticism, I'm sure the same for BC, uh, hey, we would be defending our family members no as well, man. I, I, I love it. I, I love it. I love to see it, man, and keep doing uh, what you're doing. You always got a line here at the Players' Lounge, so know that, okay? You need a sounding boy. You're here, too. And Newey Scruggs, I got a guy named, by the name of Newey Scruggs. You don't know, but, hey, man, call in, man. We might need you to come on, dial in with Newey one of these days, man, and, and, and talk to Newey on the Players' Lounge, Tad. Newey, you, ta- you talking about the news reporter, Newey? Yeah, Newey Scruggs. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that is our guy guy that is our guy here at the players lounge i'm hosting i'm i'm filling in for him uh today as a host on the players lounge so this is our, this is our time slot man thank you for calling in man and, and checking in with us here on the players lounge we're gonna take our final break but tad prescott on the line uh here on the players lounge we'll be right back nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. you hear that i'm a torrential downpour Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! With Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar, you no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups, so you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic Angel Food or the New Angel Food Slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. The countdown to our annual Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving showdown has begun. Get ready for Turkey Day, the Cowboys way, and score your game day gear at the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience. Back here on the Players' Lounge, man, and man, that's what you get when you open the phone lines, bro. 
<laughs> That's what hey, you man, get. My man was speaking from the heart, man. Hey, Mr. <laughs> Telephone. Mr. Telephone, man, there ain't nothing wrong with my line. But we have another call, uh, Chris. Oh, we, okay, we, we had a call. BC, BC, we got two minutes, man, before we got to get out of here, man. I got to, to ask you. Um, Zeke is back. We get Zeke back, and uh, the Cowboys' offense running game has been running good. Has been running good w- with him uh, being out for the last three weeks with a knee sprain. Um, how do you think he gets back? Uh, comes back in uh, to fold on this offense? Can we? Can I hear you? BC, you there? Uh oh, Chris, did we lose BC? Well, I will tell you my opinion uh, before we get BC back. Um, I, I think that Zeke comes back, and, and I want to see a good mixture of him and Tony Pollard. Obviously, the 22 carries, 115 yards, and a touchdown from Tony Pollard is showing that he is a back that can carry a lot of the load. So for everybody that thought that maybe uh, Tony Pollard was one of those running backs that could only get the 10 to 15 uh, run uh, carries per game. I think he set all of that to bed. But with Zeke being back, and especially if we had Zeke in our last game versus Green Bay, those tough runs, those tough inside runs that we needed from Pollard, I thought, I, I, I think that Zeke definitely would have been able to salt that game away just because of his tough running style. But we do have a call uh, before we go in this G in Jersey. G, holler at me, man. I just asked a question about Ezekiel Elliott and his impact on this game. You tell me. I'll ask you the question, G. What do you think Ezekiel Elliott's impact is going to be on this game back uh, versus Minnesota? Uncle Hank, what you up? already know what with- you already know what Zeke do, B. He's going to do his job, and that's all we need our players to do. That's been, that been the message from you guys and from everybody else there at headquarters all week is just do your job. And Zeke is one of them cats that week in and week out, he's going to do his job, right? But, right. Hey, I got a question for you, man. Entering the season, the biggest question was the offensive line, and I think that they have exceeded all of our expectations. Now, there's a lot of reports that 77 is on his way back, that he's been looking good out there. But I'm with the youth movement. I don't think we need to change anything. So my question to you is, is when 77 gets cleared, do we change things up or would you like to see it the same going forward? Thanks, Hank. I listen to you, man. All good, G. G from Jersey, my man, G. Um, you know what, man? I'm going to always side with Nate Newton when it comes down don't, to – Don't say it, heck. <laughs> I, was, I, was I was about to say, I thought you was getting ready to go crazy. <laughs> I mean, you know what I've learned? Uh, you got to go OG Nate. You know, OG Nate, he's going to tell you the gospel when it comes down to the offensive line. And, and I think he's he, – what you were saying in the beginning – was this offensive line has been a pleasant surprise. We have had a youth movement, and I love the way our rookie left tackle is playing right now. I I mean, I think all of it, our our center is even playing better. We hadn't heard anything about Biotis. We hadn't heard anybody even talk about Connor McGovern other than the holding penalty from last week uh, that, that, that stopped the game that we had. I just like what we have going on right now. And 
we were going to have uh, some games that would be, what was going to be missed anyway uh, from Tyron Smith. We knew that going into the season. So that's a tough one for me. I, I'm going to be honest with you. That's a tough question for me. Uh, my loyalty to Tyron Smith is one thing because he's been such a great player, but I love what we have going on right now. BC, let me off the hook, man. Come on, man. Jump in here. Look, I'm with you, man, when you say, you know, he's been a he's, he's going to be a Hall of Fame. One day we all understand is that guy, Tyron Smith, is going to be a Hall of Fame left tackle. He has the resume. He is a dog. But I'm going to go ahead and side with Big Newton and say exactly what Big Nate Newton said. <laughs> when number 77 is healthy and ready to come back, he will be a valuable, I'm talking about valuable swing tackle all right he will be able to back up anybody on that offensive line but on on the real I, I just can't mess up that continuity man that offensive line right now they've been a pleasant surprise like you said that unit is jailed I think they understand the strengths and weaknesses of each other I understand what Tyron Smith is but when you got a unit like that playing that well together you don't want to mess it up if it ain't broke don't fix it I'm sorry but my guy's a hall of famer but I gotta go with Newton who who he knows offensive line. If anybody knows the O-line, it's big Nate Newton. And if he says that's what it is, then that's the gospel, man. I got to go with Nate. All right, BC, before we get out of here, um, I, I, need to get your, I need to get your prediction uh, for this game. I need, I need score, and I need who you, who you with. Woo! All right, well, I think this game is going to be similar to what it was last year. I think it's going to be a back and forth. Um, like I said earlier, I think the defensive line and that front seven, they get it together and they slow down Dalvin Cook. Not not stop him completely, but they slow him down. And I believe this defense gets after Kirk Cousins in the long run. I'm going with a Cowboys victory, 24-17. to 17. It's going to be a good one, though. 24 17. Man, you uh, you know what? I was I was waiting on that score. You been boy, you have been going you you need to run for office. You are a politician. I just recognize <laughs> that in you. You and Isaiah Standback need to run for office. You brothers are politicians. You just never know which way you're gonna go. I'm telling you, it's it's not until you open your mouth and get an answer that I actually know where you're going. So you're going with the Cowboys. I like that. I like that, BC. And my score, I'm gonna go Cowboys 28. 28-21. At 28-21, I believe uh, the Cowboys can get four scores in this game. Man, I'll take it either way. I can get it, but y'all know who I'm going with. But, man, BC, boy, we had ourselves a show, did we not? Oh, man, you ain't lying, big dog. You we had lying. We had ourselves a show, but man, you might want to take your earphones out, man, because I'm gonna do it like I always do it on Friday, man. So you might want to get those things out. <laughs> Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!